St. Paul talks about three kinds of people to the Romans in the second reading. The just person, the good person, and the sinner. The just person is kind of like someone who's decent. They're not like extremely virtuous or super courageous, but they follow the law, they, they respect others, they're decent people. The good person is the person who actually is generous, who gives of themselves, who is noble, who, who in some way manifests uh, this deep abiding care for others that goes above and beyond. And then, of course, there, are, there is the sinner, the one who is stuck in evil. Many of you know that I have a great admiration for this TV show called Breaking Bad. Definitely not an easy, 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 uh, excuse me, easy TV show to watch. But um, I think some of the characters in there can illuminate what this passage means. First of all, you've got the son of Walter White. You've got his son, Walt Jr. And Walt Jr. is kind of like that just person. He's a high schooler. He's not a bad kid. He gets into some trouble, but he cares for others. He's kind of a voice for conscience. He's somewhat innocent. He doesn't manifest like a really strong or noble virtue yet. But for that person, maybe you could find with some challenge, like, I would, I would die for that person. I die for that, that young man. Then you have Walt Jr.'s uncle, Uncle Hank. Uncle Hank is a DEA agent. He's the good person. He's the one who, in the show, he puts himself in harm's way. He sacrifices himself, comes near to death several times, trying to both carry out the law, prevent uh, the, narco- the narco-trafficking that's at the center of the show from spreading to more and more young people. He's a law enforcement officer. He, he makes a lot of sacrifices. And as you watch Agent Hank throughout the show, you want him to win. You're like, man, I would, I would give something of myself for, so he could succeed. So St. Paul says, for that kind of person, maybe you would even find courage to die for that kind of person. Someone who's decent, like, okay, I can work myself up to it, maybe. Someone who's noble, who's sacrificial, like, okay, like, I would want to do that. But for the sinner, to die for someone who's evil? That character in the show is the main character. It's Walter White, Walt Jr.'s dad, and the brother-in-law of, of Hank. And Walter White, throughout the course of the show, becomes a drug lord, a narco-trafficker. He's living in the suburbs. He's got a very humdrum family. But he gives himself to evil again and again. And by the end of the show, he's basically the devil incarnate. He's responsible for so much death, so much bloodshed, so much addiction. And it's not just that he does a lot of evil things, but it's the way he does them. He hurts others in the most hurtful ways possible and lies about it and manipulates people and hurts the innocent. So much evil, so much sin. And by the end of the show, as you're watching it, I can say, at least in fiction, I can say, I've never had a deeper sense of looking at a TV screen and being like, this man deserves death. There's so much evil here. It needs to stop. Someone needs to stop this. St. Paul says that when all of us were like that, Christ chose to die for us. All of us without God's grace would eventually end up choosing to do so much evil, 
to choose self over others and over God so much. And God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, like Walter White, when we had nothing in ourselves to claim heaven, Christ died for us. His heart was pierced for us. He bled for us. He saved us in a way that looks impossible. It's almost like, you know, the show, Breaking Bad, ends in a tragedy. Walter White never has a redemption story. But if they made a sequel and they somehow brought Walter back from the depths of his sin, I don't know how they would do it. I cannot see a path forward for him. He's so stuck in, in darkness. He's, he's created a living hell on earth. But if they could do that on the TV screen, in cinema, it would be like what Jesus did for us. Doing the impossible when we were stuck in hell. Today we celebrate and we adore the heart of Jesus who, who opened himself for us. Not because we were decent, not because we were good, but because we were sinners, he died for us. And the blood and water flowing from his heart is the perpetual sign that he never closes the door of his love for us. It always remains open. Every day on earth that we live, the door of his mercy is open to his heart. St. Bonaventure tells us that we should go to the side of Christ and we should press our lips to it as if to a fountain. It says we should lovingly drink from the streams of Jesus' blood and water and let his chaste love fill us. St. Bonaventure even compares the flowing heart of Jesus to the first flowing water described in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, in the Garden of Eden, it says that at the middle of the garden, there was a fountain that divided into four streams that watered the earth. Bonaventure is saying that the new living water that irrigates the earth, that, that creates, that turns hell into paradise, is the flowing streams from the heart of the Savior. And we should press our lips upon it and let ourselves be flooded and inundated by his grace. The Good Shepherd wants this for us. The Good Shepherd wants to save us. The Good Shepherd has so much mercy for us. And even if we are the one who is lost and the 99 are fine, he will go out to find the one. He will go out to find the lost sheep. And indeed, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 who are fine.